Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What is up, guys? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. <laughs> if you'd like to skip the initial waffle timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out this channel. It truly, truly does. So thank you so much, and let's get involved with today's stories. Much love, guys. This story is from Sports Representative 6. Am I the arsehole for refusing to return my late wife's ring to the family? Throwaway account as family are on Reddit, but I really need help. I'm so frustrated and confused right now. I, female 30, married my wife, female 36, a year ago. We had been together six years, married for one, before she passed away. It has been really rocky time for me and I am still struggling but getting there, day by day. My wife had been close with her grandmother when she was growing up and when she passed away her grandmother left her a beautiful ring which had been in the family for generations. My wife used this ring to propose to me and it became my wedding ring. I've worn it every day since she gave it to me and it is truly my most precious item from her. It feels like she is with me always and when I look at it it brings my heart some happiness to remember our time together. My wife even spent money on the ring to get it restored as it has a few cosmetic faults. But by doing this, it is more or less doubled the value too. It is very unique and shaped like a snake with a diamond on its head and rubies for the eyes. The diamond was cracked and the blue enamel needed repairing, which she did before proposing. My brother-in-law has now decided to propose to his girlfriend and he wants to use the snake ring as their grandmother wanted the ring to be used as an engagement ring for when one of her grandchildren wanted to marry. A first come, first serve situation. Although it was never really expected her granddaughter would be doing the proposing, it was always assumed the boys would offer it to their girlfriends but my wife got there and did it first and that was that. It was never really questioned either as my wife and she had been so close too. Nobody had any objections at the time as the ring was still within the family and neither of my brother-in-laws were anywhere near getting engaged. I refused to give the ring back and now I have caused a huge rift with my family-in-law. My mother-in-law and my brother-in-laws are calling me the asshole as they want the ring to continue being part of their family and to be passed down in the generations as it was expected to. I am distraught. My wife and I were not sentimental gift givers and this is honestly the only thing she was truly proud to gift me. It was a huge deal for us and meant the world to both of us. My family-in-law have also thrown in my face that the grandmother wouldn't even have wanted me to have it since she was Russian and would be very much against a same-sex couple. This really hurts and feels like a low blow as although it's probably true, I was accepted by my family-in-law. The grandmother had long been gone before I met my wife. They're now saying that it should go to the boys as she intended. It's all got really nasty and I just don't know what to do. The family have even offered to buy the ring off me for the full value of the ring with the repairs, but I refuse. It's the only thing I have of my wife and parting with it feels like the only piece I have left of my broken heart being taken away. Am I the arsehole? Edit, 
Oh my, I wasn't expecting such a huge response from this and I wanted to thank everyone for your replies. I'm working through them. I just want to give you all a bit more information based on some of your comments. No, my wife and I did not have children. There are a lot of comments about leaving the ring in my will, which I think is a great idea. I hadn't been able to think clearly since this all happened because I felt stricken with grief again after the shock of being asked. I'm going to speak with mother-in-law and brother-in-law ASAP and see if I can offer the ring to brother-in-law's future children in my will. I don't want to part the family from the ring, but I don't want to part with it in my lifetime, so I'm hoping this can be resolved. I will post an update as soon as I have spoken to everyone. And we'll start straight away with seriously saying, not the arsehole, I'm so sorry for your loss and this addition of pain on top of it. Widows aren't usually expected to return their wedding ring. And Panacolad says, not the arsehole, it is your ring, not theirs. The moment your wife gave it to you, any rights they had to it disappeared. A widow is not expected to return the ring, and that's what you are. Especially with homophobic comments, I'd tell them to beat it. Your wife would be ashamed to see them acting so horrifically. And Cake is a die says, not the arsehole, the family-in-law turned into the arseholes by their low blow attack, even if it was true. I would keep the ring for now and give the ring when you are ready to the children or grandchildren of the in-laws. A man of Matt says not the arsehole maybe offer to leave it to the family in your will so it goes back to them. But your wife gave it to you. It's yours. You don't need to do anything and your brother-in-law can get his own ring. Don't let them guilt you into anything. Stay strong. The low blow comment was pretty bad. But I, th I think it was a great idea from some of the comments there, maybe like passing the ring down in your will to the future grandchildren. I think that's a great idea and it might not break any bridges between this family either, but maybe OP does want to after that comment as well. I don't know. But let's move on to the next story. And this story comes from Conclusion Pure. Am I the arsehole for telling my ex's best friend the truth after she lied, making all her friends turn on her? So me, 27 male, and my ex-girlfriend, 28 female, broke up over three years ago. We weren't a good match and wanted to see other people. A few weeks after we broke up, she found out she was pregnant. She's always wanted to be a mum, so she was ecstatic, but also scared about being a single mum. Since we broke up, she hadn't seen that many guys and hadn't been in an actual relationship. So she came to me and told me she thinks I'm most likely to be the dad. I never had a strong opinion either way about having kids, but if it was my kid, I helped make it. So I told her that if it was mine, I would step up as a dad. So once we were able to get a test, we did. She was practically desperate that it came back as a match because I was the only guy who didn't mind being a dad. The other possible fathers said they weren't ready to be dads and would just sign over custody. It was a match. Fast forward to now, my little guy is now starting to talk. I can't really imagine my life without him. Our custody is a mutual 50-50 and we rotate events like Christmas, birthdays every year. Last year, I started seeing my current girlfriend, 28 female. She's wonderful and also has a son, 6 male. The problem comes with the fact that my stepson's birthday falls when my ex has our son. They are surprisingly close and my stepson wants his brother at his birthday. So I asked my ex if I could have our son for my stepson's birthday weekend. She got pissed and told me no. It was her time with our son. I said she can have him for one of my weekends if she wants. She got even madder and told me that as his mother, that she gets priority over his stepbrother. Since my girlfriend is my girlfriend and not my fiance slash wife, she doesn't consider my stepson and our son brothers. She then passive aggressively reminded me to bring our son over to her this weekend because it was her week. I've never forgotten before and then hung up. 
Apparently, she had been going around telling people that I'm trying to manipulate her into giving me more custody of our son, and I had some people go off on me. I tried explaining what actually happened, but most didn't want to hear it. One person did hear me out, and it was my ex's best friend. After I told her what happened, she went around and explained it to some of the people that were pissed at me. Now everyone is pissed at my ex and now she's upset because now everyone is against her and she has no friends anymore. Her friends are upset with her. They haven't stopped being friends with her. I feel like I'm the asshole because I could have just left it alone. I'm not friends with any of her friends so it wouldn't have really affected me as it's caused her a lot of grief. So, am I the asshole? Edit. My stepson's birthday isn't into October. I'm not giving her no notice or anything. Also, I have no issue that my ex said no. It's her time, so it's up to her. We're probably just going to have a separate smaller celebration when it's my time with our son. Edit 2. Sorry for any confusion. My sons have a close relationship. Their birthdays are not on the same day. Slash close. Edit 3. For those asking why I refer to my girlfriend's kid as my son. He's never had a dad or father figure, so when he was sure I was going to be sticking around, he started calling me dad. I checked with my girlfriend to see if she was okay with it. She said it was fine. So I let him call me dad and after a while, I started to call him son. When he met my and my ex's son, he referred to him as brother. I'm not trying to push any relationship between them. They're just close, regardless of labels. I'm not going to stop referring to my sons as my sons unless it makes them or my girlfriend uncomfortable. Now I might be coming at this one from a completely wrong angle, but I'm getting like jealousy issues from x on this one and i'm just reaching here because i don't truly know but that's the way it just sort of feels to me that's the way i'm reading it at the moment in relationships where you have a child and you're in separate houses surely at some point you know you may need to swap over your dates i'm sure the mum might need to do it in the future at some point and i think you're just being awkward if you if you can't be flexible every once in a while sure she's totally entitled to have her son on that date because that was her date so she's not the asshole in general for that and i can't blame her totally because if she wants to see her son then she wants to see her son right but at the same time she did lie she was causing trouble by lying at she was going around and telling people that you were trying to manipulate her into giving more custody of your son and that was turning people against you. For then, for you to then just turn that around and actually tell the truth, that doesn't make you the asshole in any way whatsoever. But let's check out some of the comments to see what they say. With Singing Stream saying, her lying is the only reason I'm voting not the asshole here. Her wish to have her son on the agreed dates is absolutely fair enough. And while it's fine that you asked to change, it's also... Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Find that she said no. Too true. 
And Amarula Burrito says, I'm sorry, but this is wild. It's totally normal for divorced parents to swap time for important events. If the mum had a reason to want that time specifically, that would be one thing, but otherwise it totally sucks not to agree to it. Again, this is true. These parents obviously should be working together for the benefit of their son, right? And Root to Help says, not the arsehole, kinda. It sounds like you were just clarifying to them the truth rather than shining your ex in a bad light. Though I definitely think you should respect when she wants her turn. It's good that you care and are still in your son's life though, OP. And Big Jobs, Big Jobs says, not the arsehole, I'm getting jealousy vibes from ex. Yeah, I thought that. But again, I might be wrong, I might be wrong. <laughs> and Southern Currency says, bullshit. She's mad because she got caught while telling a lie. And it's not good that she was trying to defame you. Might have a problem with custody. Thank God for people like your ex's best friend. That said, if you decide to celebrate both your kids' birthdays together, please make it a day for both of them, not just one. Had a post here just recently about something like that. Not the arsehole, but just to be clear, I only voted not the arsehole for her lying about you. She has a right not to give up her son, as much as you have a right to ask for a switch of dates. Also, she sounds kind of jealous, not gonna lie. And one more from Intelligent Ad saying, not the arsehole, she will need you to switch someday. As a mother, it should always be what's in the best for the child. If your son looks at him as a brother, that's what matters, not what a selfish mother thinks. Now, let's move on to the next story. And this next story comes from Joel Johnstone. Am I the asshole for blocking a line until I was let into a movie theater? A while back, a friend of mine organized a large group to see the premiere of a new movie. He bought a block of 20 tickets and we had dinner reservations for the entire group afterwards. On the day of the event, my wife and I were ready to leave, but our babysitter was running late. I eventually sent my wife ahead to get our tickets from the organizer because I was worried we wouldn't make it before the movie started. The sitter finally arrived. I sped down the freeway to the theater and we were standing in front of the ticket taker only five minutes after the scheduled start time. This was a minor miracle and a huge win since there were still 10 more minutes of previews and we wouldn't miss any of the movie. The ticket taker then informed us that there's no late seating. What? The movie hasn't even started yet. She said it doesn't matter that the movie hasn't started yet. We can't enter the theater after the preview start. She said she exchanged our tickets for the next showing. I explained that wasn't helpful because we were with a group of 20 people and had dinner reservations after the movie. She just repeated that she exchanged our tickets for the next showing, as if I hadn't said anything at all. As you might imagine, we went around and round on the ridiculousness of this policy for quite a while, and the line between us was lengthening. I eventually came up with a foolproof argument, I thought. What if someone in there right now leaves to visit the restroom? Will they be allowed to re-enter? She said they would be allowed to re-enter because the policy only applies to the first time you enter. I thought my head was going to explode. The line continued to lengthen and my wife tried to pretend she wasn't with me. Finally, I just dug in my heels. I said I wasn't moving until we were allowed in. She tried to wake me out, but I didn't budge. Eventually, she called over the manager who agreed to escort us to our seats. The movie had, of course, already started. The last time I told this story to a friend, he said, you know, you're not the good guy in this, right? Am I the arsehole? I will accept your judgment. You know, it just felt like felt like a toddler tantrum, like I'm crossing my arms and I'm just going to sit here until I get exactly what I want. And that's the exact way it felt. The ticket taker couldn't do nothing about it, right? The ticket taker was just following their policy. And sure, the policy might be a bit lame, but it was there for a reason that someone set. 
just take your ass out the theater with your wife go and grab a couple of drinks and wait for the movie to finish then you can have your meal afterwards with the rest of your friends you was the one that was late to the theater it wasn't the ticket taker it wasn't the manager so i'm afraid you would be the asshole in the situation for literally throwing a, a toddler tantrum in the front of the queue that must have been embarrassing man <laughs> And instead of going round and round in circles, you know, and, and putting it on the ticket taker who couldn't do nothing about it, you should have just called, if he was going to go down this route, the manager immediately instead of inconveniencing everyone around you. But Physics Alt Career UK says, you said it yourself and quotes, I might be the arsehole because I put the ticket taker in a difficult position and she was just doing her job and following company policy. And then says, and you deliberately inconvenience all the other people you kept waiting in line behind you. Oh, also, if you mean this, I sped down the freeway to the theater, literally, then you're an asshole for speeding, thus endangering others for the sake of a movie. You're the asshole. And Nervous Lizard says, I mean, yeah, you're the asshole for arguing with someone who has absolutely no say on the policy and is just trying to do their job. Next time, ask for a manager and step aside like an adult. Holding up the line is petulant. And human not a fan says, Info, why do you think you're so special the rules don't apply to you? This is entitled as fuck. Massive, massive arsehole move. I wish they had security remove you instead of caving into your childish tantrum. And Pog says 100% you're the arsehole. How can you not see that you're the arsehole here? Shit happens. Sometimes you're late and plans don't work out. That doesn't give you the right to be a jerk about it. And they make everyone behind you late for their movies as well. And one more from again painted Inky saying, you're the arsehole, seriously, this is how you chose to behave. You should have just politely asked for a manager to help like an adult, instead of arguing, acting like the ticket taker is at fault for the rules or making a scene and holding up everyone else. It's not their fault you were late and you're a parent. Set a better example. And let's move to the next story. And this story comes from Choc Cheesecake 8 Am I the arsehole for refusing to wish my friend happy teacher appreciation week for simply helping a kid with virtual learning when I'm an actual teacher? I, 31 female, am a middle school ALA teacher. I have a friend, also 31 female, who is not a teacher. She posted on her Facebook page with the following message. Happy appreciation week to the real teachers out there. Parents, kids couldn't do this virtual learning without us, followed by a lot of hashtags about being a mum, strong and whatnot. I didn't comment on Facebook because I'm 31 and don't do Facebook arguments. I did, however, bring it up in a conversation we were having over the phone. We were talking about her child's virtual schooling. He's eight when she said how hard teaching is. She says this a lot, but I have always blown it off because I never thought she actually believed she was a teacher until this moment. That's when I asked her if she really believed that status update she posted, and she said absolutely. She then said she should be paid for teaching her child and that any teacher virtual should not receive their full salary. Before you ask, yes, I am a full time in the classroom with an average of 27 kids each bell. I informed her she was not a teacher. She was a parent and she was doing what she should be doing, parenting. She told me she was because she makes sure her son does his schoolwork. I told her that's only a fraction of the job. And I have several other things to do like grading, planning, creating activities, data gathering, assessing, parent contact, meeting, etc. She told me I was exaggerating and I should thank her for being involved as well as other parents for doing what she does. That's when she joked that teachers have an easy job and shouldn't complain so much. 
I told her she was being very dismissive and ignorant. She told me that since I do not have kids, that I do not get how hard it is for parents to do their own jobs and mine. I just hung up on her and haven't spoken to her for two days. Was I the asshole here? Our friends are all siding with her, but my fiance is siding with me. At the very start of lockdown, um, when I was on Facebook and stuff, I used to see a lot of these sort of these posts going around, you know, like these posters saying, I'm a taxi driver, I'm a lunch maker, I'm a, and it just lists and lists all the stuff that you should be doing as a parent. <laughs> and I'm just like, and I get it, supporting each other, positivity and all that sort of stuff is really, really fantastic. But playing down someone's profession because you think you're a teacher is absolutely not the way to go about it. And let me tell you, as someone with several teacher friends, that is a fraction, a, a, a fraction of the job you're doing right there absolutely not the arsehole but jaded cryptographer says not the arsehole does she also put band-aids on a kid's knee and call herself a doctor virtual school is hard for everyone but it doesn't make her a teacher you'd think this newfound appreciation she seems to have for teachers she'd be advocating for you instead of just suggesting you be paid less and squid says not the arsehole jesus christ i can't imagine knowing someone so conceited and ignorant Thank you for what you are doing, especially during virtual learning. Thank you for continuing to teach an important skill that these students need to survive and appropriately articulate their thoughts. Happy Teachers Appreciation Week. And Kybe says, believe she's a teacher, helps her kid with schoolwork that was designed and planned by an expert who has years of experience and a master's degree under their belt. No lessons planning, no teacher. She might get away with calling herself a tutor. Helping your kids with schoolwork or organizing them to help is the bare minimum. Not the arsehole. I can't even believe that. I hope she won't start to criticize the teacher for didactic choices she knows nothing about. Imagine us telling the plumber what to do. However, with teaching, suddenly everyone knows how to do it better, despite no knowledge of psychology, didactics, or empirical data. Also, imagine being overwhelmed with one kid to the point that you feel the need to falsely label yourself as a professional. We can only be thankful that she isn't a real teacher with 30 kids to care for. And one more from Center of the Hive saying, not the arsehole, teaching is a licensed profession and certainly not what she is doing. I'm curious about her actual professional qualifications now though. And now, what do you guys think of this collection of stories? Did you enjoy them? And what are your verdicts? What are your thoughts on the stories? Please post in the comments below if you want to, but never any pressure to do so as always. Thank you once again, guys, for your love, support, and time towards these videos. It is absolutely amazing what you do for me. And I can, I've always got to say thank you because I'm very, very appreciative of it. If you want to support the channel further, again, no pressure to do so. Please click that join button down below or click the link in the description for Patreon and join it up there. Thank you so much once again <laughs> for your love, support, and time. And I will see you, I hope so, in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.